Hello, everyone, and welcome to Thurtures Villa, a podcast for resellers and entrepreneurs. I'm Daniela, and today I am finally <laughs> bringing you the spring 2024 fashion trends. Um, there's a, quite a bit to unpack here. There's some things that we're going to mention that have, I see, it seems to be the, the theme every time that we do this, things we've already talked about. <laughs> Um, and then there were some new things coming in. So we are going to just jump right into it because these episodes are always filled with a lot of information. And I just want to dive right in with you guys. So we will see you at the table. Welcome back, everyone. Apologies for, you know, having a late episode, but computer issues, they're fixed now. And I'm finally able to bring you this episode. So I'm going to do my best to give you all of the things that I possibly can um, for spring 2024. I'm also going to mention things that we can thrift, right? And then for our Patreon group, um, we will have the magazine out at the end of the week and a bonus episode to go along. I'm sorry, not the end of this week the um, end of next week with a bonus episode to go along with it. So everything's a little delayed. February's a short month and then tech issues. So we're a little behind schedule, but you guys will be getting that content. Um, I want to start off by saying that spring of 2024 doesn't look dramatically different from spring 2023. There are some notable changes, but they're more of... I'd say an expansion of what we talked about for fall and winter, just geared towards spring. So you're going to see some repetitiveness in this episode, um, but that really has been the theme over the last couple of years. I, you know, every time we do this, I feel like we repeat ourselves, but um, it, it's it's been evident that there are a few trends that just are not going anywhere, and they have really made a mark, and people really enjoy them. And I, th and I think that's great because, um, for a little while there, it felt like there were just all these different trends popping up all the time and they just come and go when you have a little bit more consistency, it makes it easier. Um, especially in our realm of work as a reseller to find certain things and keep them in stock and, and know what the buyers are really looking for. Um, I want to start off with our first style here. And this definitely is reminiscent of that 90s minimalism. Um, it is done multiple ways on the runway and in stores. Um, what I'm actually going to do as we're talking, and if you guys want to do this with me, we haven't done this yet, and I think it'd be fun to do. We're gonna. I'm going to pull up the Anthropology website because I think Anthropology is probably one of the best resources um, for an everyday idea of what people are shopping for. Anthropology's main page is always filled with the newest, greatest things that people are looking for, people are buying or what they're pushing really. So um, we will go through the Anthropology main page uh, after I go through some of these trends and we're going to kind of see what are they putting out there and um, what we talk about. So let's start off with this first trend that I mentioned, and that is shears. So we are seeing a lot of sheer material mixed in with 
a solid material. So how do I describe this to you, right? Without you visually seeing it. There's a lot of knee length or slightly longer than knee length. We say like a T length um, skirts. And this was on the runway Prada did it. I want to say Versace did it too. And you will have a layer or two of fabric. So we're still in that layering phase that we talked about in fall and winter. So you have a layering of thicker materials that are not sheer. And then you have components of sheer material. So that may look like the hemline is sheer or it'd be a sheer covering over that thicker satin type fabric um, or their sheer components, or it's a fully sheer skirt. Um, I definitely saw this more so in the skirt realm. I'm sure this could be incorporated in layering over, um, uh, I'd say maybe more of a lightweight sweater. You can have some type of sheer component to it, whether it's cropped or something, but there's there's definitely a heavy focus on this semi-sheer pencil skirt look. Again, this is very much 90s to me. Um, I will also add in, as a side note, pencil skirts, while I'm not going to dive into them, um, are a big deal going into spring. So think knee length, knee length skirts and pencil skirts, things that we have gotten away from for quite some time are now coming back. Um, a lot of this sheer material is an overlay. Uh, Prada did this. They did it as an overlay. It's just a new layer that you're adding for some transparency, some uh, texture, just to give it a different flow. So there are other brands that have done this as well, but I would say you're seeing this a lot in Prada. So if you want to look at the Prada Spring Runway Show, you will see it on there. I think this is a great way to uh, shed, I suppose you could say, some of those winter layers, right? Get more of that airier feel, that more warmer weather's coming. Uh, it, it's still modest, which I think is very important to note here. This is not some of the sheer items that we saw in summer of 2023 and 2022, where they were just straight up sheer, you can see everything, tops or dresses. This is done in a very modest fashion, uh, which I can appreciate. And to move into <laughs> that, we're going to talk about the 90s. And 90s is was here in the fall. I'm sorry, yep, fall and winter. And it is here in the spring as well. We didn't anticipate the 90s to go away. Um, and it's not. It is still here. Uh, I think it will play a different role in minimalism. You're still gonna see, which I'm not really gonna talk about. Um, you're still gonna see quiet luxury, you're still gonna see the neutrals and the minimalism. We have talked about it in length in numerous episodes over the last year. I think you guys understand that concept. Um, this just takes a different look at it. We are adding in um, some color, which of course for spring we always do. And it's focused on the clean lines, but modern touches. So we have high square necklines, but they don't look like the 90s square necklines. They've got a little, little bit of a different shape to them. They are um, more 2024 than 1994, I guess is the best way to say it. Um, I personally like square necklines. I know they're not for everyone. I'm a square neckline and V neckline kind of girl. That's what I like. Um, to go along with this, I will mention that one of the colors that is really reminiscent of the 90s that is making a comeback. And I think it's very pretty. And it's like a, hmm, 
icy sky blue, I guess you could say. You're going to see a lot of that icy tones in the blues um, mixed with a light blue, but it's kind of like Robin's egg. It's not quite as bright as Robin's egg. It's a little more subdued, more pastel, um, but you are going to see those blue tones coming in. Uh, you're going to see some purple tones coming in too. So very much those um, teal, blue, purple colors that we saw a lot in the mid to late 90s, even rolling into the early 2000s. I remember in the early 2000s having a winter ball dress that was that lilac lavender color. And then the following year, so this is like 2001, 2002, I had a dress that was that sky blue color. And then the following year was like a teal color. So these to me are reminiscent of what I used to wear in that middle school, high school era. I know I am a young and compared to some of you, um, but that's just what I think of. And you might see this blue talked about as um, blue crush. Uh, there's another name for it as well. Let me just, let me just pull it up real quick while I'm chatting with you. I did see it mentioned as a different um, name and uh, ice blue. So I was close. Ice blue, icy blue, uh, blue crush. So all within that realm of the word, even just hearing that gives you an idea of what it looks like. So we've seen a lot of red over the last few months, that very crimson, fiery red, uh, even had a, bit, a little bit of an orange tone in the earlier part of 2023, where we're going to pull away from that. And it's going to be more of that. Mm, I, I don't want to say pastel, but it's got a pastel hint to it. It can even look a little silvery sometimes, but it's it's a blue. It's a subdued blue. Uh, you will see it brighter in some cases, but it's it's definitely more subdued. So this color, I think, is really going to be everywhere. Um, I think that we saw it. I saw it. I don't know if you saw it. <laughs> we saw it on the runway in various designers um, like Jason Wu, uh, Parenza Schuler. So it's out there. I want to say Fendi did it as well in a few of their pieces. I really like it in a trouser. I think it can look so, so nice in a trouser. Or I also like the idea of having a lightweight uh, crew neck sweater in this color or cardigan and kind of layering that up with maybe a white button up so you can do your neutral, um, minimalistic 90s, quiet luxury look, but then add this pop of color in it that isn't as bold as the fiery red, crimson, I believe was what it was called in the winter. Uh, and, but it still has color. So you're not totally neutral. Uh, you, you've got something for spring to liven it up. So that I like. Um, I, I want to talk about a trend that I want to say we mentioned it. Oh goodness. Um, probably two to three years ago. And it was about, it was for leathers. This trend is coming back. And it's so interesting to me when I see this leather trend arise in the spring. Uh, so this goes for leather and suede. Clothes that look worn is what it's called. And the easiest way to describe it is think of a vintage leather jacket and how it has um, fading of some color or it's got discolorations, but it looks like it's supposed to be there. That's what this is about. So this can be for suede's and leathers. I can I can see wearing leather in suede 
in climates like where I am, right? Where the springtime is really, it could be 20 degrees or it could be 60 degrees. It depends on the day, right? That's just how it is. Um, so I, I can see someone pairing an outfit with a jacket that has this look to it. My brain always goes to fall and winter when I think about a worn leather jacket. I think that as someone who, I do not shop at the bins, but if you are someone that shops at the bins, you could find some pretty awesome clothes that look worn that you can add in there. You could obviously do this with any piece of clothing, but this was definitely focused more so around leather pieces, jackets, blazers. So I personally would probably stay in that realm unless you have an audience to sell to that likes that worn look. And I'm thinking Depop. Depop is probably a great place for this. Um, and you're going to focus on more of like that tattered t-shirt look with the worn leather jacket. You can style it up and make it grungy, right? We love that grunge look. It's definitely popular. Um, so that to me was an interesting one for spring and one we haven't seen in a long time. Um, I want to go back to the sheer um, skirts. There is a name or some keywords that you can use for it. And one of them was reveal and conceal, which I thought was really fun. So I just wanted to note that I, I wasn't looking at my notes when I was talking, just kind of talking things out with you guys. And I forgot to mention that it's called reveal and conceal, which I thought was a really fun thing. Um, to go back into the 90s, we're going to really focus on the 90s. I think that's really what the theme of spring is. It's a lot of 90s. Um, early 2000s, but more so 90s that, that you're going to see throughout here. Uh, this is an early 2000s to me. It, it could be late 90s, but I'm going to say it's early 2000s. And that's the tunic, which is mind-blowing. Uh, but the tunic is coming back in a different way. It is more structured. It is tailored. It uh, is not the kind of tunic that if you're around my age, what we wore out to the clubs and stuff, no, this is not that kind of tunic. These almost look like uh, vests. Uh, and there was a heavy influence on vests in summer, in spring, summer, fall of last year. So this is a very structured button-down vest style top layering piece, depending on how you want to wear it. Some people wear these vests as a top. Some people wear them as a layering piece. Um, I, it's very elegant. And I like the way that it's done. I personally wouldn't wear it because tunics just don't fit my body correctly. Again, it's all about proportions, right? So I have a very short torso and I just don't feel like I look right in a tunic. But if you have a nice long torso, because these, because a tunic, I mean, if you don't know what a tunic is, it's going to go past your hips. So I personally don't like that look on myself. But I wouldn't stray away. I, I would I would try it because the way that they are being done is very elegant. It's almost like workwear. Um, so think of the tailored vest that is short and hits you right at your torso, really. That same silhouette, that same style, but longer. So almost like a long line blazer, but sleeveless and structured with maybe a little bit of boning and buttons in the front. It's really pretty. So look up some tunics that um, were on the runway. I like the way they're done. And I think it will be interesting to see 
if it will last into summer. I don't think it will last into summer. I think this is one of those trends where because workwear is so big, which we'll go into, um, we're seeing it in different forms. And because 90s is so big, we're again seeing some of that stuff come back. But I don't know if this is a trend that will stay. I think the sheer material will stay into summer. I think the icy blue is going to stay until summer. Um, clothes that look worn are always kind of a thing, but that I that to me feels spring and then might pop back up in the um, summertime. So we will see. Uh, let's see, let's see. Moving on to the next trend here. I I mentioned the knee-length skirts. and. I mentioned all these tailored pieces, right? There's so many tailored pieces that are everywhere. Uh, let's talk about shirt dressing. And this trend is just, a it's quiet luxury is really the best way to describe it. And I know I said I wasn't going to mention it, but this is specific to tailored um, shirts. We talked about pointed collars in the last trend episode for winter. So we're going to transition now. You're still going to see the pointed collars, but now we're going to pair them with a skirt. So it is a shirt and skirt combination, or you can also have a shirt and pant combination. But when we're talking about pants, we are talking about a tailored high-waisted trouser. So skirts, like I mentioned previously, knee length, or T length, um, or pencil skirt. Those are, that's what you're going to see. Uh, and then for the pants, it is a, I'd say pleated in the front, wide leg, fitted trouser. That's high waisted. If it is a trouser and shirt combination, the shirt is tucked in. And if it is a skirt and shirt um, combination, then the shirt is not tucked in, uh, which is interesting. Because we were in a tucked in phase for a really long time. And with the skirts, we're not tucking. We are leaving them out. Um, most of the shirts are hitting right at the hip line. Uh, there are some that are a little more oversized. But for the most part, they are hitting at that hip line. So keep that in mind. If you want to see a brand that does this very well, Banana Republic. It is simple. It is classic. They have done a wonderful job at rebranding themselves and they do shirt dressing very well. Um, now, my what I mentioned about the shirt tucking, it's not a rule, right? You can do whatever you want, but that is generally what I am seeing when looking at this. I want to mention a couple colors. We talked about the icy blue. Um, we're going to talk about white. So white this will be prominent in summer as it always is, but we're going to do white in the spring as well. And we're going to do white during the day. We're going to do white midday and we're going to do white at night. Um, there is no rule anymore when it comes to wearing white. We kind of saw this over the last few years where people were wearing white all year long, all season long. It didn't matter. Uh, so that is still the case. And they are the color white is being used in all scenarios so it's being used in dresses it's being used in suiting it's being used in um pants tops everything everything and most of these things that we're seeing on the runway is all white so your whole outfit is white the only thing 
that may change is the color of your shoes. Your shoes may be a different color or your handbag will be a different color. Um, but the outfit itself is a monochromatic white outfit. Uh, and you could wear this whenever you want for whatever occasion you want. Um, a lot of these pieces don't include a lot of frill, don't include a lot of ruffles or anything. They are very much simple and structured. So I think those are the two key terms we probably should remember while we're thinking about spring trends, anything that is simple and anything that is structured and tailored. We'll say three words, sorry, I said two. We're gonna go with three. Simple, tailored, structured. And those are key words that you should be incorporating within your listings as well. I know that I said I was going to mention things that you can hop at the thrift hop. What is it? Pregnancy brain guys here. 34 weeks. And there are certain words that come out of my mouth that I just questioned. But what I was going to say that the words did not come out. Um, if you're going to go into the thrift store, you're going to find a lot of these things. It, it's These trends are not so far out of reach you're going to be able to find it in the thrift. You're going to be able to find it at the bins. Um, it's just a matter of finding the right combinations to attract the right buyers and really understanding what it is that people are looking for. So that's what I wanted to say. Uh, okay, next the next color I want to talk about, citrus shades. So we saw some of this pop in where it was not necessarily a lime green, but it was more of like a neon yellow kind of color, neon green, neon yellow. Well, this is more of that, um, I would say a, the yellow is like a canary yellow and the green to me reminds me of kiwi or a lime. You could also find some shades like a mango or an orange. So again, moving away from the reds and going more into the colors that remind you of the sun, I suppose, uh, more mood lifting colors. So this isn't a surprise to see these types of colors pop up for spring. I mean, it, it's springtime. Everyone wants to wear bright things. They want to have fun outfits. You want to um, dress a little differently because we've been in layers. The sun is shining, the birds are chirping, trees and flowers are blooming. Not here yet. There's still snow on the ground. Um, but all those things are coming. So that's it, it's fun to see that. Uh, we mentioned sparkles and metallics and shine in the fall and winter. That is still going to transition into the spring, but it's going to be focused in evening wear. It's not going to be something that you would wear during the day, which is what you saw more in that winter trends report that we did. So golds and silvers, still a thing. Oh, excuse me. Oh, yawning. It's very rude to do in a podcast. Um, so you're going to see a lot of the, um, a lot of golds in a, the silver is almost gray though, which yes, silver in general can have a gray hue to it, but when I'm looking at some of these silver metallic pieces, they they really resemble more of a gray that has a metallic sheen to it. Um, but it, it they were on the runway and I, I love metallics. I think metallic should be a year round thing. We tend to focus on them only during the holiday time. But if you're wearing this as an evening wear piece, I think I think it's great. I personally enjoy that. 
Okay, moving away from colors, we're going to talk about a noteworthy spring trend that is going to transition into the rest of the year. So just commit this one to memory. And it's extraordinary outfits for everyday wear. So what is what does that mean? <laughs> what what does it mean to be extraordinary? And I guess that's up to the person who is dressing themselves, but it's making everyday clothes extraordinary, making them something amazing, making them different, elevating these essential items that we have in our daily wardrobes and just taking it to that next step. So maybe that looks like pairing a sleeveless top with a baggy but tailored linen pant with a heel and I don't know, some type of handbag that is trending right now, right? Uh, maybe it's taking that trench coat and pairing it with um, a dress that has a lot of volume on the bottom, but then keeping the shoe very simple and doing a flat. Uh, there's there's a lot of ways to take everyday clothes and just spruce them up a little bit. You could be wearing a pair of wide leg jeans with a button up pointed collar top and then a very tailored blazer on top of it. So you could go to the office in these outfits or you could just walk around in the streets. And I think when I think of these trends, I think for everyone, if you really want to understand these trends, you need to go on Instagram, YouTube, all these different outlets, TikTok, and look at what people are wearing in France, in Italy, in England, London, um, Denmark. Get an idea of what the Europeans are doing because Europeans do this very well. They always have extraordinary taste in their clothing, but it's very simple pieces that they put together. They do not go above and beyond to create those outfits. These are just classic pieces that they have learned to style together. So you're taking the classics and you're creating a a twist, I guess, on a more curated and sophisticated 2024 look. And this means you need to have some good blazers in your wardrobe. This means that you need to have a uh, trending pair of jeans, so more of a looser fit. Um, you're going to see light denim. Uh, when I say light denim, I mean more of just like a regular blue denim. Uh, I guess medium wash, but slightly lighter than that. And you're also going to see dark denim. But the overall blue here is high-waisted and looser fit, okay? Uh, that is that is definitely what's trending. You're going to see the poplin shirt make a comeback. You're going to see the button up. So very classic, classic pieces. Um, that everyone's going to want in their wardrobe. I think the blazer section is a great place to start for this and then move right to the pants section and create an outfit that way. I'm not a huge fan of selling button-ups, but they can serve a purpose. If you are a live seller, you could put together a great outfit for your audience by just finding the right blazer, the right pair of pants, and a button-up shirt, and someone's going to swoop those all up because it matches what Burberry had in their store or something ridiculous, right? So I do I do think that blazers are going to have their moment again this season. Um, we, we saw blazers come in. We always see blazers come in for fall and winter, 
but I think in spring and summer, you're still going to see the blazer. It's just going to be different iterations of a blazer. We might go back to a crop blazer. I haven't looked at the summer stuff, even though it's already out. I like to separate spring and summer. Um, so I'll be curious to see what that looks like. But I, I do see the, the full length trench coat or coats that uh, are tweed. There's a lot of Chanel-like tweeds out there that are more long line that end at, I'd say, mid-thigh to the knee. Uh, those are also very popular. So keep that in mind. It isn't one specific shape or one specific silhouette. There's long, there's medium, uh, there's midline. So it's a little bit of everything. And then there's no blazer at all or no coat at all. It's just a very minimalistic black or white top with a pairing of trouser or jeans that are trending. So taking everyday boring outfits and making them extraordinary. We love that. Um, there is another trend that is going around and it is called, oh goodness, I'm gonna, let me, let me scroll because I'm not gonna remember. Um, it is called Chic Sportif. So S-P-O-R-T-I-F, Sportif. Um, and all that means is taking sporty elements of an outfit and putting them with a like a t-shirt and tailored pants or something so sporty spice i think so spice girls reference sporty spice kind of like that um you're gonna see a lot of the tennis shoe so the samba the adidas samba is big you're gonna see the other side of the shoe like a New the New Balance dad sneaker thing, we've talked about this over and over again, that is also incorporated in here. Um, I would say the most interesting part about this trend is you may see people wearing very tailored um, pants that are things that you would wear to work and then pairing it with like a windbreaker and then a pair of athletic shoes. So it's it's really taking comfort into the mix but still being polished, which is fun <laughs> to me. I like that. Um, it's very much how <laughs> I dress nowadays. So I think this could be an interesting spin to see where it will go. Will this continue on to summer, fall, and winter? It could. Um, I think that we have seen over the last year or so a heavy focus on being casual or wearing things that are typically more casual in being able to dress it up but still be comfortable which I think is our end game right I mean I know it's my end game I just want to be comfortable so if that means that I have to buy looser fit pants because it will match whatever else I want to hair on the top, then I'll do that. But vice versa, maybe I want a more tailored pant that is more like a chino and I want to wear my athletic sneakers. Well, I can still pair a t-shirt with that and then just find a leather jacket or a blazer to throw over it. So you have elements of comfort and then you have elements of your fancy pants and you like nice things and want to dress it up a little bit. The nice thing about this is as it says in the title chic you can wear this at night you can wear this during the day you can wear this going out to lunch you can wear this as you run errands um which I, it's very multiversatile you can add different pieces so that it becomes a nighttime outfit 
so I think this is very much something that a millennial like me would enjoy. A mom who is very busy, who still wants to be stylish, uh, but wants to be comfortable because you're chasing children around or you're running and doing a million different things. Uh, to me, the sneaker, the way sneakers have evolved over the last couple of years has really made a difference in the way that we incorporate them in our day-to-day life and into our outfits. Go back, I'd say maybe even 10 years ago, the sneaker was specific to whatever athletic sport or training that you were doing. Um, I know when I was powerlifting, I had like six different pairs of sneakers. One sneaker was for squatting, one sneaker was for deadlifts and benching, one sneaker was my strict like training sneaker for when I was doing whatever, like, uh, how can I explain this to people who don't understand powerlifting? Um, accessory work. So I was doing more of like the dumbbells, um, maybe some CrossFit type exercises. Then I had a walking sneaker and then I had a running sneaker. There were, <laughs> there were a lot of sneakers in my life, but none of them were used on a casual outfit basis. I just didn't use sneakers that way. To me, they all served a purpose. Now the sneaker can be anything that you want it to be. And uh, I, and I, I truly, I truly like that. Um, okay. Where are we at here? Do, do, do lost my place. Okay. Scrolling down here. Okay. We, we talked about the nineties. We already did that. Talked about trousers. Ah, there's a color. There's, I want to go back. We're going to talk about a color. There's a color that we have not seen yet. Um, they're calling it Oxford. Uh, it is a, hmm, how do I describe this? A cranberry wine burgundy red. I think that's the best way that I can describe it. So this is now more of a darker hue that we're going to see in the spring. I think it's very pretty. It's a it's a different type of red. We like I mentioned in the beginning of the episode saw fiery reds. This is to me it's a fall color. So I'm going I'm curious to see how it evolves into spring and summer. Um but it's very much a cranberry maybe even merlot mix of a color. Um I think it's very pretty. I think it's very classic. I just don't know that it screams spring to me. And I don't know if it'll scream spring to the everyday buyer as well. I think the icy blues, the lavenders, those always do better uh, this time of year. So we'll, we'll see what happens with that one. But I did want to mention it before I forget. Uh, what else do we have here? Oh, shoes. I know that we talked about flats, but... And we have talked about flats for like over a year, but the flats have evolved again. <laughs> uh, we still have the ballet flat that has not gone anywhere. We also see a strappy sandal flat. We are seeing um, these flats really take on a life of their own. And by that, I mean, they have rhinestones on them. They've got bows on them. They've got ruffles on them. They've got lace on them. Um, they have applique flowers on them. They have really just taken it to the next level. And you will see ads all over the place, especially if you're on like a DSW, a Macy's, um, Nordstrom, 
of these flats. They're very prominent in the department stores and they're a big deal. Uh, they are definitely what people are looking for. People want that flat shoe. They want the Mary Jane. They want the ballet flat. Um, it Maybe it's a, it's a comfort thing. Maybe that's why we're sticking with it. Uh, we did mention heels in the last trends episode. I do think that you'll still see the pointed heel. Um, I think you'll see more of a kitten heel than a high heel. Um, but we are really going all in on this, the flat, the ballet flat. But we also, this will be a summer thing. So we're going to preview. But when you are looking at sandals and shoes, um, you are going to see a lot of jelly shoes. So just keep that in mind. Just put that in little nugget in the back of your mind for when we go to summer trends. But if you start to see jelly shoes, especially if it has a platform, you can consider it, my friend. Um, I can't, I, I will not be going down that route. But the ballet flat, if you can find a ballet flat in good condition in a thrift store, that's great. I find that it's very difficult to find a ballet flat that is in good condition at the thrift because generally a ballet flat, so much of that shoe is hitting the pavement that it it is, it's dirty and they're very hard to clean, especially when some of these ballet flats are of a more satin or cloth material. Um, there are some that are out now that are completely sheer with rhinestones that sheer material is going to break at some point. Um, when you are looking at these ballet flats, what people are going to be looking for are bows. So there's shoes right now on Amazon. And I don't know, these might be in the thrift store. I, I, I have not seen them. But there are shoes now that have appliques that you can take on and off. And Amazon has some. And there are other brands that have done this before Amazon, like luxury brands. But you're going to see a lot of people pick up this style of shoe where you could take um, different types of appliques and put them on top of the shoe. They just clip on, almost like a clip-on earring. So whether it be a bow or flowers, they do exist out there. So if you see that um, at the thrift, that's great. You can pick it up. I will also say that some of these ballet flats have more a, of a rounded toe, but there are some that are square toe. So don't stray away from more of a square toe ballet flat. Uh, but generally speaking, the ones that people really want are a rounded toe. Uh, Jeffrey Campbell did one. Uh, it's, it's very reminiscent of a Mary Jane, but it is a ballet flat and it is completely sheer and they have sheer, um, three different, there's three different colors that came to mind when I saw it. And it's like a nude, black and then that icy blue color so we are seeing that icy blue in the shoe as well uh let's see romantics we talked about romantics last year romantics is back again romantics is very pretty for spring and summer um so a lot of, of that frill um the pastel palettes uh lilacs translucent pinks very feminine looking pieces, uh, maybe a, a peplum type hem with some ruffle, uh, bows. Side note, when it comes to bows, bows are going to be everywhere. Uh, we saw this happening in the winter. We saw bows as hair, hair accessories. Um, now the bows are transitioning into skirts. They're tra transitioning into dresses, tops. They're They're kind of everywhere. Shoes, um, so you're going to see a heavy influence on that. But when you're when you're talking about feminine 
styles you are talking about a lot of ruffles and tulle and lace and uh there was a core that was very reminiscent of this as well uh regency core and ballet core can really go into this i think ballet core is going to evolve into more of this romantics uh so you've got the flats that you could mix with these romantic pieces whether it's a flowy lacy skirt with some bows and then a frilly top with um ruffles going down the front of a button up right with with um a high neck line and then maybe some frill on the hemline of the sleeve or maybe it's a sheer sleeve a sheer sleeve is always very romantic so you're going to see some of that uh you're also going to see the boring neutrals i know i'm not i'm really not going to go into them but yes the boring neutrals will still be there you're going to see the beiges you're going to see all of that 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 is not going anywhere um so yes <laughs> it, it's boring to some i personally love it but it's just a more muted way of dressing with the neutrals you are going to see knitwear you are going to see slip dresses you are going to see crochet um you're going to see satins so there's lots of different movement within the fabrics you're not going to see full crochet outfits. Um, it will be generally one piece, maybe crochet mixed with a cotton or linen piece. So um, there's that. Or you'll see a full crochet dress. And within that dress, you might see some frill um, or fringe. There, I did see some, not a ton, but I did see a fringe on jackets, fringe on dresses to kind of go with that whole Western feel. Now I don't, Western is not going to be big in spring. I think Western is going to really pull out in the summer, fall time. I think we're going to see a heavier influence on Western. Not to say that it's not big now, um, but I, I don't see it a ton right now for spring 2024. I do think, I am predicting that we will see more of it as the year progresses. Um, must have piece that I think most people are gonna want, especially when it comes to the neutrals, is a tailored coat or trench, long line past the knees, um, belted. I do think that that's what people are going to want along with a um, knee length or maxi length skirt Maxis are still in. Uh, there's just a heavier focus on that knee length. So I think that's definitely something that most people who wear neutrals will want in their closet. Um, let's see. What else can we talk about? There, there's there's just so many, and I don't wanna I don't wanna just keep rambling, but these episodes are very hard to not ramble in. Um, okay, handbags. Let's talk about handbags. So we have a variety of handbags that we've talked about in the past that are still going to be popular. So the uh, clutch style or a bag that you can just hold in your hand and put under your shoulder, that is still a thing. The shoulder bag baguette style is what I like to say. Um, that is still a thing. So a squared or moon shaped bag with the shoulder strap, small, that's still popular. Um, you're going to see handbags that are uniquely shaped 
Um, that's still a thing. But the biggest trend of all is enormous, oversized tote bags. Um, some of them are ridiculous and not practical, but there are others that are beautiful. And yes, that it's oversized, but you could wear it day to day. This again, big oversized bags were huge in the 2000s. So we are going back in time a little bit and we are going to look at that. Um, I think it's all about wearability and how many things you can, like practicality, I guess would be the right word. Um, it's, we, we have this trend of looser fitting clothes, right? Like loose wide leg jeans, loose wide leg trousers, flat shoe, everything's about comfort. So having a bigger bag makes sense. It is not only wearable, but it has a different shape to what you're wearing. It's almost, I guess like, what's the term that people use? Arm candy, right? Like when, yeah, it's, it's like this statement piece that is supersized and kind of fits the vibe of everything being on that looser end. Um, when I, so I keep mentioning everything's like looser and not as fitted. There are still some fitted pieces like the shears that we talked about. That's more fitted. The knee length skirts are definitely more fitted having your shirt tucked in, right? That's more fitted. But overall, we are not focusing on silhouette and maintaining a shape where it's really a comfort focus, which is very smart to go from fall and winter where you're layering and you're really in a comfort phase to slowly transition into spring to comfort, I think is very smart on the designer's side of it all. Um, so we don't necessarily see as many mesh bags. That was definitely a summer thing. Um, but you are going to see these oversized totes, almost like a weekender bag, make a statement. And some of these bags are more of a rounded shape. Um, there's not a ton of square, like a traditional square tote. They're more rounded or they're rectangular, like a bucket bag. So just keep that in mind. Um, some materials you may see are suede. You may see cotton. You're going to see leather. There's no way around that. Um, you may see cloth, like a blend, wool blend type of a bag as well. So there's, there's lots of different pairings with it. Um, we already talked about this. There's so many, I, I have all these notes, but there's so many things that are intertwined with each other. Like We've talked about shears, but there's also a different way of pairing shears, which we kind of already talked about, which is layering the shears on top of your workwear type outfit. So a lot of this stuff is redundant and I don't, I don't need to go over it again with you. Um, and again, if you're a Patreon member, you're going to see a lot of this in the magazine as in the other things as well. Uh, we talked about flower appliques in summer. Uh, we might mention it in spring 2023. Definitely mentioned it in summer 2023 and fall 2023. We are still going to see flowers on, uh, of course you are because it's spring. So you're going to see flowers on dresses. They're not necessarily appliques like they were before, 
you are going to see rosettes built into outfits, uh, whether that's with like ruching or, or ruffling of the material um, or actual rosettes on pieces, um, which are more 3D. And then you're also going to just see your traditional floral dress. A lot of the dresses for the spring have volume. We talked about volume last uh, trend episode as well. So your hemline, your, um, uh, I guess the flare of the bottom of the dress is definitely more balloon style with a lot of these dresses, like mini dresses, definitely balloon, balloon, balloon out more like a baby doll dress. Um, there's also some T-length dresses that balloon out more at the hips and almost have like a bell shape to them. Uh, we're seeing tool in the bottom of dresses. We're seeing some dropped waistlines. Uh, we're seeing a lot of higher necklines um, or you're seeing a more modest take on a one shoulder. So it's going to be interesting to see how dresses evolve into summer. Like I said, I, I try not to jump too far ahead and look at um, the trends so far in advance because they do evolve and change. And a lot of times they mix spring and summer together. So it makes it a little hard to, to separate them, but I really try hard not to look <laughs> into that direction. Uh, so for spring, it's a lot of giant florals. So whether it's 3D, whether it's ruffled into it or it's an actual print, they are bold florals that um, are going to be on these beautiful dresses, skirts, and also shoes. You're going to see little bows and rosebuds on shoes in an applique type form. Uh, let's see. We're going to talk about leather. Um, leather really doesn't go away. And we talked about the worn leather, right? The worn suede. And really leather pieces in general, leather jackets, leather skirts, leather everything. It is not going away. We're just going to say it's a year-round wardrobe piece, period. Um, I don't foresee that changing. I just think that huh, we've gotten away from the traditional or what we considered the traditional norm of clothing and the way that we wore them. That's just not the case anymore. We're, we're having more fun with it. So warmer months does not always mean lighter material. Um, warmer months doesn't mean that you can't wear a leather piece. We all live in different climates too. So sometimes it just makes sense to have a leather piece, but I personally would not be wearing a full-on leather jacket in the spring unless the temperature made sense, right? Unless it's like 40 degrees or I guess I could do it at 50 degrees, but anything above that, I will not be wearing leather. Um, and it's also leather is something that just doesn't go out of style. It's just something that is always around, whether it's leather boots, leather trousers, leather skirts, leather dresses, you know, whatever the leather piece is, it's, it's forever going to be a layering piece. Um, and I kind of like it because I feel like we got away from leather for so long in the, um, I'd say during that Y2K era, it was really heavy focus on denim and there still is a heavy focus on denim. We just got away from leather and it's nice to see it come back not just for fall and winter we talked about metallics 
What else do we have here? Talked about the sporty outfits. I think we have hit almost everything, if not everything. Let's talk a little bit more about fringe. That's one thing that I didn't really go too, too much in detail. Um, a lot of the fringe right now for spring is either giving me bohemian vibes or fringe with metallic pieces, like more of a funky way to wear a mini dress or a funky way to wear a tunic. Like there's some strapless tunics that I'm looking at right now that have fringe throughout the whole piece. And it's just fun. Um, dresses with the, uh, the bodice is satin, but the skirt component is all fringe. Uh, a beautiful, beautiful long trench coat that the uh, sleeves have fringe and the bottom half of the jacket have fringe. So these are just fun pieces. I mean, it's the only way to really describe it. Like if you have fun, uh, energetic, bold personality when it comes to dressing like this, this is for you. And like I said before, I do think that this fringe is going to transition into Western. Uh, but for right now, it's bright colors, metallics. It's very playful. Kind of looks like rope in some instances. Uh, so I think this will stay, but I, I think it's going to definitely evolve. I don't think it's going to just stay the way that it is. Uh, you might see this in some handbags, which will be done in more of the metallic beaded sense. Not, not that the, if you see it in leather, I would still pick it up. Um, but I don't think that you're going to see a ton of it in leather. Uh, I don't want to talk about shorts yet because we're going to save that for the summer. Same with some of these other pant trends that I'm seeing. So let's just go on. If you're still with me here and you want to play along, let's go on the anthropology website and we are going to take a look. And if you, if you're not on the website, that's okay. I'm going to describe to you what is on their homepage today. So first thing right off the bat, first thing that I see is a dress with a fringe like <laughs> hemline. Um, I didn't mention this in the episode, but um, mini 60s mini style dresses are, are definitely going to be prominent. I'm going to push that though more towards summer. We are going to see some of it in spring, but I'm going to say summer, you're going to see a heavier focus on that. Um, I am seeing uh, some bucket hats. I'm seeing a really fun um, purse that is in the shape of a heart. When the next thing under that is bedding and the bedding has florals all over it. So just because you're seeing it clothing doesn't mean it's not going to transition over into home goods. So we will do a whole other episode on spring and summer home goods um, that are trending that people are going to be looking for. So we saw it in the dresses. It's also incorporated within home goods here. Then we scroll a bit further and we've got our neutral girlies. We have got the whites. We have got blazers. We have got skirts. And we have a sporty looking gal with a crop top, a baseball cap, and a nice pair of high-waisted trousers that are looser fit. Um, we then scroll and we see denim. And denim on these models are high-waisted. They have a looser fit leg. Um, they are a medium wash or a dark wash. 
We are seeing full denim outfits. We're seeing full denim outfits with cowboy boots. So here's our little Western flair that we're going to see. Um, we see people wearing vests, the long line tunic style vests that are all denim with their denim pants. So interesting. We're seeing a little mix of the workwear with the um, jeans, which we did talk about. Uh, then they have a wedding section here. We have never done an episode on wedding wear, and I think we should do that. I think we're going to add that to the list of trends that we want to look at. Okay, so let me, I'm just going to click under new um, for anthropology and look at new today. So what are the new things that they posted today? Uh, we have a citrus pale yellow dress. As soon as I go on the first page, then we have a white maxi dress, the Somerset dress, which if you don't know, the Somerset dress is the it dress for anthropology. I own two. I love the Somerset dress. Um, if we keep scrolling, we see the a blouse, but it is a bodysuit. So it is a blouse that looks tucked in. It's got a deep V. It's very quiet luxury, but in an icy blue. Uh, but they also have it in black. They have it in pink and they have it in white. So there's options. We see kitten heels. Um, some baby doll dresses. We are seeing blossom drop earrings. So here we go. They'll play with the different florals in that 3D print, but in earring form. We see a sporty chic chick. Okay. She's got her gym shorts on. They're biker shorts. She's got her comfy sneaks on. And then she's got a tailored looking top on. Uh, it's like a sweatshirt but it's tunic style with her headphones ready to go. We see some loose jeans, very loose and baggy jeans. We see ballet flats, um, clogs, which is interesting, but this is anthropology. So clogs don't surprise me. Uh, platform sandals, but they look like jelly sandals, but they're leather. Uh, we are seeing baseball caps. We are seeing dad sneakers. <laughs> That is that is very clear. We are seeing a dad sneaker. This is more summer items that they're showing here. Um, eyelets and lace. I think that's a very classic thing that we'll always see. Oversized sweater vest, but this, so they're calling it an oversized sweater vest and a lot of the fashion magazines are calling it the tunic. So there will be different iterations, I think of the what it's called, but it's what I described earlier. But then if I scroll down, Anthropology also has a very similar looking piece and they're calling it the flyaway tunic top, but their tunic top is much longer than what I would consider a tunic top. This is, it almost looks like a, um, a cape. That's how long it is, but it's sleeveless. It opens in the front, um, but it's very, very long. It is almost to the ankles. So that's what they're calling the tunic, at least for these pieces. Uh, we're seeing some slouchy bags, lots of flats, lots of sporty outfits. Um, we're seeing a lot of knee length, a lot of tea length, which I know people don't necessarily love tea length, but there's a lot of that happening. Uh, netted flats. That's that's definitely a different iteration. Fisherman sandals, they're going to be everywhere. That's going to be more of a summer thing, but fisherman sandals, um, leather belts to pair with your tailored outfits. A lot of baseball caps, 
So that sporty, that chic sport, sportive look that we mentioned is definitely going to play a big role here. Uh, let's see. What else do we have? Hmm. The sunglasses, they are definitely more pared down. Um, they're either square or rounded, more of a cat eye, and but they're not big. They're very minimal looking. Wow, a lot of this stuff is sporty. It's all sportwear, all of it. Um, and then you've got very feminine looks, but then you have a lot of like that 60s flair. There's a girl that I'm looking at right here. She's got um, one of those uh it's a very 60s style skirt it's a mini skirt it's got the pink and green and orange florals on it and it's just like tapestry and her top is very fitted it's sleeveless her hair has got a flip to it and she's got round sunglasses on it's very 60s uh so we are gonna see some of that oh and here here she is again and she's wearing a crop top with that skirt um that matches it again that tapestry style Let's see what else can we find. Ooh, okay, jeans. Love this. This is early 2000s, all day long. We have got a cargo style jean with a boot. Um, and uh, it looks like a bikini top, but it's not. It's a denim top that it looks like a bikini, but it's a crop top. And then we have a girl next to her with a very similar jean, but she's wearing ballet flats. And her top is a denim vest with big gold buttons on it. And then next to her, you have a totally different vibe and it's a corset style top that is tucked in. It's probably a bodysuit um, with darker denim flare jeans. So there's lots of iterations of how you can pair all this stuff together. Honestly, I think this is fun. I think spring fashion is gonna be really interesting. I think it allows us a lot of opportunities uh, to find things in the thrift store that are a little different. I mean, I'm even, this wasn't in my trend report, nor did I see it anywhere, but this is anthropology. And I am seeing some very modest looking um, dresses where they have that Peter Pan type collar uh, with a very modest short sleeve that goes mid um, bicep, I would say and it is knee length. So there, I would highly recommend you going on to any of these websites, Madewell, Anthropology, Net-A-Porter, Farfetch, and just start diving in and seeing what each department store is doing because they're gonna cater things to their clientele. They know who their clients are, but they're also gonna bring in a lot of what um, the fashion world is saying is trending, right? Sometimes what we say is trending doesn't, pan out, but I am seeing a lot of things that, that I talked about within the anthropology website mixed in with a few things that is very anthropology. Um, this focus on the 60s is fun. It's really fun. I I, I really like it. <laughs> so I know I talked about 90s being the heavy influence, and it is, but there is a 60s influence in, in here as well. So yeah, I think I think that's it. Um, hopefully this was helpful. Hopefully my pregnancy brain didn't totally kill the vibe <laughs> of this episode. Um, I tried, I try, I'm trying guys. We're almost there. We're almost at the end. <laughs> 
And um, yeah, so that's that's the spring trends. Thank you for your patience. Thank you for being okay with this episode coming out a little bit later as we battle through some technical difficulties. Um, I am going to work on getting a home decor spring summer trends episode out to you guys in the coming weeks. Um, we are going to work on a few interviews that are kind of in the books and either next week or the following week, I'll kind of give you guys a breakdown as to what the podcast is going to look like as we move closer and closer to my due date. So, uh, stay tuned for that. I hope you guys have a great rest of your week and we'll chat soon. Bye.